This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, college. How bad it sucked and why maybe you should go anyway. Or don't go. Who cares? Also, urban food deserts, white luxuries, and friendships among women. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Showtime. Showtime? <laughs> I'm selling fruit snacks. We're currently out of M&M's. <laughs> Why do they always only have fruit snacks I left? I don't know. Nobody wants that except for the weird people. I guess. Anyway, um, welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is, is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. We're two womanist race nerds talking shit over, over tea. tea. That's um, us. That's yeah. what we do. What kind of tea are you drinking? I'm drinking Honeybush. I'm drinking Honeybush too. I wanted oh, to jump yeah. to that. I know that's not the order on the list. Yeah, it but works. It works though. Right? You didn't take us to a weird other place like you right. usually do. So it's okay. You're it's right. fine. If you want to follow this conversation of the show, please remember to use our hashtag. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Tea with QJ. Um, it's dope. That's hashtag right. be popping. Yes. Um, the conversation in our hashtag is always good. It's always good. So it's you know? good. Pinkies up to everybody, libations to everybody who um, used the hashtag yeah. for last week's episode and we're talking to us and talking about all kinds of shit. Yeah. We appreciate you. We do, we do, we do. Um, and if you want to hashtag some shit about an older episode, you can do that too, yo. It's an ongoing Yeah, it's an ongoing conversation. That's what makes it exciting. It's ongoing. Um, also, if you want to hit us up, um, with a donation and support the show, support the podcast, oh support what we're doing, support yes, our growth, support yes, the movement for yes. 2017. Support black women. Support black women. Uh, Give your money to black women. Yes. You can hit our PayPal if you go to our website, teawithqueenandj.com, and hit that donate tab. It'll go straight to our PayPal. Give us as much or as little as you like. We appreciate you. <laughs> Every little bit helps. <laughs> you have no respect. I that was, a, that was the wild inside joke earlier Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Not My bad. Two minutes in. My bad. Um, yes. So hit us up there. We appreciate you. You can also go directly to paypal.me backslash T with QJ. And um, send Don't your donations there, yo. We yeah, appreciate you. Know, I think that link you put in the show notes, if you click it, I think that works, right? No? Maybe? Uh, yeah, I think you can click yeah, it. I so think it's it is like, live. You can click right now. Right you can now. Do that right now. Right while now. You're listening, yo. Even... Underground, because now in New York, in the subway, if you're at a station, everybody has everybody has service. yes. January first, it just okay. happened, right? You see, you seem annoyed. By I this. am annoyed okay. because y'all just know y'all gonna delay the fuck out of my life and have me sitting in the train station all day. Uh, so you just made sure I had something to do, right. or you made sure I could call my job now. Yeah, that's all you did. That's what it was about. It was so That's all you did. Probably. That's all you did. You just made sure I can entertain myself mm. while I wait for the fucking train or I'm stuck in a, on a fucking train. Mm. You don't care about my life. Well, they give you more time to use the T with QJ hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> and to form your libations to everybody they who's pumping donated. pumping that fake shit. Well, probably. Yeah. That was a Band-Aid, guys. That wasn't progress. You're right. You're right. Pinky's libations to the MTA. <laughs> and their PR person. <laughs> That's all that was. For that. Uh, I like, though, that you cannot, you still don't have cell service in between stations. Well, I like that, too. 
So you can't just decide you're going to take a full phone call no. underground. Because yeah. nobody wants to hear that shit. At the fuck Nobody wants to hear all. what time you're going to be back from the babysitter. I don't. Nobody wants to hear you talk to everybody back home in the old country. Nobody oh, wants to hear that shit for hours. For some reason, old country conversations they are, are loud. The longest, they are the loudest. As fuck. They're the funniest. It's as if they're trying to they scream to the country. Yes. Like they're trying to yes. talk so loud that... You hear them all the way wherever mother country Listen, is. Save that shit. Nobody Keep wants it to hear it. To yourself. I don't care what language it's in. I don't know. Um, the fair's going up, but yeah. We don't have to rain on this. The we're, same. We're still in Liberia. Stop Are we in taking, yes, but stop oh taking these crumbs. These You're are right. MTA crumbs. You're right. So right. I'm saying. I will say that Q-Line, even though they have no respect for the Bronx or Harlem, that Q line is right down the block from my house, which and is it has fine. been getting me to work, which with is the cool. Quickness. But in the Bronx, yeah. you cannot transfer to trains in other parts of the Bronx. Yeah, if you're past the South Bronx, that's true. It's not effective. You're going to go straight. Yeah, you're right. Queens, the trains stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is mad borough left. Mad borough left. Y'all got work to do. Nobody cares. So I'm saying. And they're not going to do it until white people move there. That's when they're doing it. Then they're going to be like, yo, these people got to go to work. How are they going to get there? Let me tell you something. When white people come to your neighborhood, that's when you get shit open on Sundays. That's when you're able, you get extra bus service. That's when they put up street lights. That's when you, you don't have to when hold you get the trash. Garbage you get garbage cans. cans. You don't have a purse full of trash because <laughs> you don't want a litter. I'm always having a purse full of trash because yeah. I live in a hood yeah. and there's one garbage can for every mm-hmm. 12 blocks. Yep. That's um, not where we were going with this. Yeah. But that's so just at. real quick, non-gentrified Bronx. We know the whites are coming. I'm yes. going to say white folks. The whites are coming. Okay. <laughs> and when the whites arrive, then you'll get the rest of your train service. Yeah. But uh, until, until then, then. Nah. 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 That's <laughs> terrible. Uh, um, on a lighter note. Let's do some libations. Libations, yo. Um, We got donations this week. Very excited about that. Yes. I wanted to give libations to our friend and listener, Dom. Dom. Um, I like his name because I feel like I would call him that when we were sex. But I don't know him. I don't know him. He listens to me on the show. He knows. Several times. So what? You've met many people I've had sex with. With a family. That made me uncomfortable. What's the difference? Uh, anyway, he's Dom knows I'm not trying to sex him, but his name is Dom, so it's just you're right. He listens to us enough <laughs> to know your foolishness. Exactly, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Hey, Dom. Um. Anyway, <laughs> if you, you want to check out Dom's work, he's an amazing photographer. Yes. You can check out his website. Um, forgive me if I mis- mispronounce it, but it's Cinda. Cinda Sindayiganza.com and that's S-I-N-D-A-Y-I-G-A-N-Z-A.com. And he has a lot of different projects going on. Um and good work there. Support another so black out, artist. Yo. That's right. That's that's why we Do gave the infos. That. Get to him before. And we got gets. another donation. Um we did. We got another donation from a feminist thinker and artist extraordinaire. Oheni Cornelius. I thought his name was Barry Gotti. I thought that was his name too. I don't know. I can't call it. Well, he gave a donation. He and gave a donation. Of that. And I just want to, because I don't know where I would be if he hadn't explained feminism to me via Facebook. I... And if it wasn't for that, 
And for I've his been donation this week. Not doing this show all this time. I've been doing I don't, it wrong. I just don't know. I don't know what I've been thinking. I don't know, but thank you, Barry Gotti. <gasps> oh, honey, we we salute you. Thank you. Libations. Libations to, to you. To you, oh, honey. Yeah. Keep up the good fight. And um, you know, it's only we we're looking to you to guide us. I am. To meet all the guidance. Absolutely. We appreciate you. We appreciate we that donation. We do. And I hope y'all appreciate that shade. <laughs> yeah, we we had a good time. We spent some time with Oheni on the Facebooks, the dark side of Facebooks. It was like the dark net. Now you're talking to somebody, you're like, how, how did I get here? What in the fuck? It was the dark It net. was. It was. Uh, so, yeah, so libations to those good times and for your donation, Oheni. We appreciate it. We appreciate it, it now, but yeah, I, sure. we appreciate that. For sure. Definitely. Do. Um, so, what's up with you? No, I got libations too. Oh, go ahead. So, I have two libations. My first libation, I'm pouring libations for Tracy Ellis Ross. Cause I just love her. I really do. I love. I'm a fan. Yeah, it's hard too. for me to say I'm a fan. Right, right, Cause right. I'm weird like that. Mm-hmm. I don't like to admit I like things. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Tracy Ellis Ross. I've never said I wasn't, but I'm okay. owning that. Okay. And she won a Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Comedy or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something, like something like that. But. Um, I just love her, and I just I got really excited to see her win. It was yeah. like I've been I haven't been watching. I haven't been watching her whole career because mm-hmm. she's done things before Girlfriends, but. I've grown to love that woman, and I just was happy because she got her shit. Yeah. She looked amazing. She did look amazing. I didn't love it, but I liked it. The outfit, she, I liked it a lot. And then when she won, I loved it. Then I just loved <laughs> everything that was happening. She I loved amazing. the ponytail. I loved the no I liked her speech because it was very her. Like, yeah. it was very like, oh, my God, yeah. why am I up here? But this is mine, right. but why am I up here? It was very yeah. her. And I didn't know until... Um, the Twitter's told me. Yeah, she's Diana Ross's daughter. Come on. I know you know that. Oh, I was like... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Well, right. no, but I... she's the first black woman to win an Oscar in a comedy series. A Golden Globe. Yeah, thank uh-huh. you. A go- they all say to me. We know. A Golden Globe. <laughs> a Golden Globe in that category. The last person to win that was Debbie Allen in 1983. For fame? Yes. Are you fucking serious? I am fucking serious. Wow. That's the last time a black woman won that award. I was born in 1983. Wow. I am 33 years old. Yeah. There's been lots of black women in comedy. That's crazy. I never even heard of series. fame. That's how young I am. I didn't. I never I watched. I guessed that. Time. I did watch it, but I watched <laughs> it when it was on the other end. Right, when it right, was right, like, right, right. Yeah. oh, are you watching this old show? Yeah. That's when I yeah, watched yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. I was born when fame came out. You know, wow. like. Wow. Yes. Crazy. So, pouring libations to her, and I love the show Blackish. Mm-hmm. They do great things there. They do. They do. So, I'm pouring libations to her. Wow. My, yeah. Jay stuck. Still She's stuck in a place. I mean, I know, I know that um, we don't win awards. Period. I know that. We don't win awards. It's just really, when you talk about the actual, like, the reality of it and who the last person is, 1983? Yep. That is so long ago. Yeah, I was still in my mom's belly because that's wow. like they do it in January. Wow. Yeah, I'm still a fetus. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. Well, yeah. definitely libations to her. And yeah. I love her speech. And I love any speech where they mention the women of color. I like that we're doing that. Yes. Now, yo. Me I too. like that we're saying it. Yeah. Man. Back in the day, black folks, people of color were winning, and we didn't want to mention and remind everyone that we were black folks. So it was just like, thank Jesus, thank my family. I want to give another libation mm-hmm. to hip-hop. 
Okay. Because I just thought of this. Because there was a DJ at the fucking Golden Globes. Hmm. There was a DJ there. You could I didn't watch. So you could see the DJ like It was Quest Love. Oh. Okay. No, but hip hop is at the Golden Globe. Right, like right, right, right. It wasn't right. you know little breaks they do that stupid music in it? Mm-hmm. No, I was hearing um, Migos. Right. I was hearing, like, I was hearing things that I knew, like, mm-hmm. oh, true, black people, mm-hmm. like, yeah. while they're going to commercial. So mm-hmm. that's like, mm-hmm. so I'm pouring, I'm pouring out libations to hip hop and not Questlove because I kind of know why Questlove was there. Right, right, right. Jimmy was there. Yeah. But, but that's the thing, too. What's the thing? It's, um, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want a white savior, white center. That's why I said I would pull the libations to hip hop. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm not. That's just not the show for that. (laughs) Um, and then I want to pull another libation to Amazon Fresh Direct. Okay, tell it. Tell your story. Yes, I am pouring libations to them because they are making it possible for people to order Fresh Direct food with food stamps. So if you live in a food desert, I live in a food desert. Right. I have to go out of my neighborhood to get food that I feel is quality for me. Right. The garbage, the garbage. It is garbage. Mm-hmm. The supermarkets near me are garbage. Mm-hmm. So when I heard that, once I was a little jealous because when I was able to have food stamps and I was unemployed, I didn't get that option. Right, right. I wanted it badly, mm-hmm. but whatever. It's mm-hmm. not about me. It's not about you. Not about it's me. Not about you. But I like that. That's happening. Mm-hmm. I think that that will open. Um, I don't know. I think that'll make. I'm hoping it sets a trend where they food deb- right. deserts become the thing of the past because people mm-hmm. have access, access to yeah. other things. So maybe neighborhood or those kinds of supermarkets would step their game up or mm-hmm. like you know like I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know what it would have. I just like seeing that people have access to something that they didn't have access mm-hmm. to before. That's cool. I never, I don't know how it's, I'm sure you pay for your food mm-hmm. with the food stamps and then you probably pay money for shipping. Right. But the option is there. Yeah, I'm trying to process now um, if you have to have internet access or you could probably, I'm sure there's a Fresh Direct app you can get it on your phone. I Almost feel like, because people say that people don't phone. have internet, but lots of people have internet access. Like mm-hmm. I kind of am annoyed when people act like, because people live in places they don't have. Well, there were there were neighborhoods that did not have like internet access, where it was scarce and hard to secure internet access just because of the location. Yeah, but that's different from because these people are of right. No, I because of a class I'm, thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that is what I'm saying. like. That. But a lot of those areas, a lot of those areas did not have right. A lot of those lower income, quote unquote, neighborhoods didn't have internet access because they weren't allowed access. What do you mean? Because I've always lived in lower, except when I lived upstate, mm-hmm. I've always lived in lower income areas. Mm-hmm. I've always had access to there, internet. Okay. There were neighborhoods that I don't know if it was, I don't know how, you know, I'm not sciencey. I don't know how that shit works. There were neighborhoods that did not have, like, what the fuck is required for you to have internet? Fiber optics and stuff? Perhaps. But 
maybe those are neighborhoods not in New York because no, this, it was a New York thing. Because so that sounds weird thing. because there's cable vision everywhere, there's Time Warner everywhere. Right, there was Where a whole thing you... with that John Lou was doing before he ran for mayor or whatever. There was a whole thing about getting people access like to the internet, and it wasn't because people could not afford to get internet for whatever reason. It was like the neighborhood did not fucking have internet. I think they did. They probably didn't have access to faster internet or stuff like that. I can't... Because you could... Think about when we were kids, mm-hmm. internet was with our telephones. Like, how could no one... I don't one, know about that. How could frankly, no one have access? We had a... Like, I I let, if you have, like... Any of that shit. No, so no, but know. I'm saying before, before we had internet the way we have it now, mm-hmm. you access it through your telephone line. It's standard to have a telephone line in your apartment mm-hmm. now at this point, mm-hmm. right? Right. So, I don't... Maybe it was wireless. Doesn't, I don't... Yeah, I'm thinking that maybe they didn't have, like, the towers to support Wi-Fi, blah, 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 blah. Yes, but that doesn't mean no it. internet. That doesn't maybe mean that. that's what I'm saying. Listen, I don't know. Times have changed. <laughs> I'm like, what? what talking about. No, that doesn't right, well. mean that. Because there's schools in those neighborhoods. They have internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. But anyways. I, know. I didn't grow up with internet, not because people didn't have it. I did not personally have internet mm-hmm. growing up, so I don't fucking know. But I do know that there were initiatives to get neighborhoods internet, and it yeah. wasn't because the people themselves couldn't get it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I don't, yeah, I'm saying that I don't think it was to get internet. I right, think it, it was, could have been like, yeah, like wireless yeah, it's just, or that that's, kind of thing. Yeah, which right, is different because right, right, right. internet isn't... Um, true, true, true. There's many different ways to have access to internet good point but um so motherfuckers are getting fresh direct yeah with food stamps yes which is like which is really really good Mm -hmm. um i just like the access it creates for people to get different quality food Mm because lots of people live lots of people who use fans food stamps nope that's not true but people that I know who use food stamps mm-hmm. live in food deserts, right. um, which is not fair. If you're getting food stamps, you don't have the money to every, I don't know, every two weeks. Excuse me. Burp. Burp. Burp alert. <laughs> you don't have the money to like go food shopping and then have to pay for maybe cab fare because you're right. buying all of these groceries. Yeah. Because your grocery store is far, yeah. further away. Yeah. So if maybe like... Now your shipping is only ten, and you know, like it, it can, it can probably work out. Mm-hmm. So I, I just like that. I think it'll just ripple and make an initiative mm-hmm. for better food. But they yeah. said that they are accepting food stamps to divert or take away from food desert. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's exciting. Yeah, that is so exciting. They get a libation from me. Libations to yeah. Fresh Direct. I like that. Yep. I wanted to so even when um there's a shop right near me and that's when I still had food stamps Mm -hmm. they didn't deliver in my neighborhood Mm. it was just like shit I don't I feel like I'd rather pay shipping than go on a 20 minute 30 minute bus ride get food when I see people on the bus or the train like where I would see people think yeah going to yeah like when i go to trader joe's groceries i have to um it's like a half an hour train ride for me to go to trader joe's and i'm on the train like Mm -hmm. because i don't live in a neighborhood Mm -hmm. where i can buy the food the way i want to buy it and you and you are just taking care of you and your cat me by myself i grew up in a neighborhood that was food deserty Mm -hmm. my parents used to drive all the way i was we were lucky enough to have a car right 
you know. But my family used to drive to Fairway. There used to be a Fairway on 14th Street, like in the Meatpacker District, mm-hmm. all the way over there. Yeah. But the Apple Store is now. Right. That used to be a Fairway. We used to drive all the way over there. Wow. For some, like, mm-hmm. better food. And yeah, finally, yeah, they opened yeah. a Fairway in Harlem. But, mm. yeah. Wow. We only went to, like, our neighborhood supermarket for little things. Mm-hmm. We don't have eggs. We'll get eggs. Yeah. We I live in Park City, so we had food access shop to like the supermarket. That. But I'm Mm-mm. familiar with that bullshit. And we, my parents just always made sure we had a car. So right, that was right, why right, we were right, able right. to get that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, could you imagine being yeah. a family of whatever and your no, only. I see, I've seen it on the train, people on the train and on the bus. And I, again, like I said, I had the privilege in Co op City. That was one of the things because it's supposed to be like a built in community. Yeah. We had a supermarket. Um, a quality supermarket because right. places have them. Right, the right, 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 right. Supermarket is yeah, true, shit. true, true. true. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Anyway, <laughs> libations to Fresh Direct. So, I have a libation. We talked about Hidden Figures yes. already, and you're experiencing the movie and how much you loved it. I finally saw it. I freaking loved it. What episode did we talk about that? It was a spot. I don't know. No, it wasn't a spot. Anyway, I want you guys it's to It's the episode where episode. Tina was there. So, that was 83. Okay. Yeah, that was 83. Yeah. Me and Tina were on the show. Um, but anyway, I referenced that because you mentioned that your experience watching the movie, being shocked and, uh, irritated that you had never heard about these women. I felt that same way. I was so fucking mad. I was furious. I, and I didn't expect to feel that way because you already felt and that I, way and I was prepped nope. for it. Mm-mm. Just How did you rage. feel when they showed that room? What the Full fuck? of black women that work at NASA. Fuck? They would have you think... That because you always assume that there was a black secretary somewhere, right? Because everybody's grandmother was yeah. perhaps a black secretary or knew somebody who whatever. But these women were in there computing and doing, and I we've never heard. It of was this. a whole room. What the fuck? Me, I thought I was gonna see just oh the story God. of these three women, right? And they walked in that room oh with all those God. black women, and I was like, wait, there was like lots Yo. of black women working at NASA. Yo. So that was mind blowing. I was angry. And then you mentioned this other unique moment of a possible white savior moment or whatever in the film and and how people reacted. It was actually the audience created and turned it into this like white savior moment. And I'm so I'm watching, I'm like, oh, this feels like this is about to be the moment when and then the white claps right. And then the white claps begin. And uh, I was like, I'm not doing this today, right? So all these black women in the film are doing all these amazing things. Amazing By the time we get to this white savior moment, it's been like an hour of black women doing amazing things, saying amazing things. Taraji does an amazing monologue. This thing happens, and now white people in the theater begin to clap. I let them clap twice. Like, two, like, clap, clap. And I said, keep it. And it wasn't like a crowded theater or whatever, but it was like, it was enough people to hear it, get it, mm-hmm. and to shut the fuck up. That quieted real quick. Yeah. My but th- I was so... I thought it was a lot of us. We booed. It was, yeah, it was so, but I felt like they could feel it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just so predictable and disgusting because... They weren't clapping because, they, they weren't clapping because something good happened mm-hmm. for... Someone did something good for the people. Mm-hmm. It was like, finally a good one! <laughs> a good white person, right. Yeah, so we talked about that That's in episode that 83. Yeah, check so I didn't that want out. to rehash the whole thing. I was honestly, I was just so amazed at how, 
as uh, Dave Chappelle said, I know the whites. Okay. <laughs> I was just amazed at how spot on and how the behavior I is told so repetitive you. that like these people did the same exact in different thing. theaters and different neighborhoods. And I said it on Twitter and somebody hit me in the DMs and was like, yo, I went to a screen. Your screening was in New York. Like, yo, I went to a screening in DC and the same shit happened. And they made the whole film about Kevin Costner's transition. They fucking centered themselves, made it about, because like a panel afterwards. Oh, her panel was shitty. I don't know if it was the people on the panel. It's the, or the it doesn't matter. It's yes. shitty if you if you made the white, yes. he's not even on the fucking poster. Right, right. Yes, white folks in there found a way to make it about Kevin Costner's transition. I was like, this is amazing. But she was like, he you know. He wasn't even like a villainous. Yeah. His transition. I'm like, there was no transition. At all. He just wanted to get the shit done. I got shit to do. Can you do it? Let me tell you all something. Right. Money, <laughs> money and like a mission. Yeah. That shit will movement. transcend space, okay? Yeah. That, that will transcend Trying to get to the moon. We'll I don't care race. if you have a vagina and you're yes. brown. I got a moon we to go to. We gotta get to the moon. Let's get this shit done. I don't have time for you to be running back and forth to the bathroom. That doesn't mean he wasn't a nice guy. Also, but there was no transition in At that all. film. Listen, I can't, guys. Yeah. Watch the movie. Watch the movie. It's an incredible movie. Great. As, as you guys know me, I don't like black or, misery. I don't like triumph. It that didn't happen. Have a lot of that. Or it's if you don't, movie. if you don't actually um, buy the book. Also, it was a book. Yeah. Support that black author. That's right. Buy that book too. Mm-hmm. Give it to your daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. Seriously, make, a, make figures, a thing out yo. of it. Hidden figures. Check it out. Um, um let's take a break. Let's take a break. Yeah. I like breaks. Hennessy is up walking around being a dog. They didn't care we were taking this a break. This is a great time to take a yeah. break. Well, I heard a little <laughs> No, it's good. I get it. Yeah. Guess what the year 2017 is. What is 2017 It is about? a year that we give black women our money. What? Yes. Your money? Your yes. money for what? I don't know, but I know we are black women. We are black women. We produce content. We do create and produce content. And we would like your money. That's right. We would like your money. So, like she said, it's 2017. We have a lot of plans for this year, and we need your help to build and grow. We want to thank everybody who's been donating to our PayPal, and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes. bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you. And show your appreciation to us with that. Yep. Go to teawithqueenandjade.com. Go to the no- donation button. Press it. And give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at paypal.me backslash T with QJ. Yes. Money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream. Get the money. So we're back. And we're black. I knew you was going to do that. I like doing that. I don't know. I can't let it go. You're such a slapstick comedian. <laughs> <laughs> she's going oh to do God. it. She is going Yo. to do it. Survived in my house. It was all slapstick. <laughs> I would have just been giving y'all side eyes. Oh, that's day. not even fun, yo. Oh, you gotta get into the slapstick. So, um, we actually have some T mail. T mail. Yes, T mail is when a listener sends us mail and asks us a question, mm-hmm. and we answer it. Yes. So today's T mail mm-hmm. was from a listener. What's her name? Her name is Jasmine, from what I remember. But I'm going to open. The actual T-mail. Oh, snap. We got mad mail. Why? I don't know. Um, here we go. All right. We'll check our mail after the podcast. <laughs> um, 
All right, so T-Mail, we got T-Mail from Jasmine. She left her last name, but y'all don't need her whole government. I know, that's why when you was looking for it, I was like, why? Is she... I had, you know, I, I'm an extroverted, like, why is I'm an extroverted thinker, so I just thought of it like, as I was. Yeah, I said it as I was. Anyway, um, so yeah, so she sent us an email, T-Mail, and we're going to read it, and then we're going to answer. So here we go. Hello. sorry just stop i was scowling hennessy i'm still in the in that mindset okay the email hello my name is jasmine and i love your show it is the perfect mix of educated conversation and real life concepts the perfect intersection when i found this podcast i've been listening for like three or four months i felt that i found something that was for me i'm an avid podcast lover and you are my number one Oh, that's so nice. I didn't even catch that the first time I read it. <laughs> <laughs> and you all are my number one. I've learned so much from listening to your podcast. I've even checked my own biases since listening. Jay, I noticed on your Twitter that you graduated from Vanderbilt. I went to I went to WKU, so my collegiate alma mater is not too far away. However, even though we both attended PWIs, Mine was not an Ivy League. FYI, just real quick, Vandy is not an Ivy League, but they market themselves as the Harvard of the South, which is repulsive because you're either Harvard or What is Ivy? Then there's that funky bullshit. (laughs) But I think that's a group of, is it 20? I don't fucking know if it's even that many, but it's a group of schools that some shit happened that made them special. So that's like your Harvard, your Yale, your Brown, your fucking Yeah, I know those, but I'm saying, what is the... What does that shit mean? Yeah. No Some one knows. White shit. Okay, know. all right. Um, the white of the white, because it's ivy. The whitest of the white. The cream of the white. The white cream of the white crop. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're black lucky, then you get to go and you mix it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, but Vandy markets themselves as, as the uh, Harvard of the uh, South, which um, I don't think. I mean, okay. Anyways. Yeah, I can't pretend I never told nobody that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. However, even though we both attended PWIs, mine was not an Ivy League. As a student affairs educator, can you please explain what your experiences were at Bandy? How was the climate there for students of color, black women especially? How is it now? Queen, I'm not aware of your educational background, but if it's similar, please share. If you went to an HBCU, please share. If you do not have a higher education background, please pardon my ignorance. Keep up the good work, ladies. So I want to say I just have a GED. Nah, I'm joking. That's it. (laughs) No, I'm joking. GEDs are actually pretty valid. They are. Um, No, actually, they're very valid. My Mm -hmm. mom had a GED, Mm -hmm. went to NYU, blah, 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 whatever. I've just said that to be funny, to play with her. (laughs) (laughs) Just to play with her. Slapstick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, you want to talk to her? Um, Nah, I just figured we'd read the letter. Okay, bye. No. Um, yeah, so we actually, we talked about this on an earlier episode. I think on episode 45, we talked about um, PWIs and HBCUs um, and our experiences a little bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer some of these questions... Well, mine is shorter. Okay. I did, I did go to college. I dropped out of grad school. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go to a HBCU or PWI. I went to a CUNY school in New York City. So that's City University of New York. But is it not... Would you... Would that not be still a PWI? When I said that on that show, you said no. So, I don't know. Oh, I, feel, I don't know. That yes. Was, so, like, I don't know. 
40 episodes ago. So I was like, I don't know. I just went to college. Interesting. Know. It's a public oh. a public college. Right. Does PWI public colleges? I don't know, but it's still predominantly That's white. what I was that's what I said. That's what I said I'm on sorry. that show. And you was like, no, no, I'm just like, whatever. I don't care enough to oh. do this. Alright. Well, but yeah, I went to a CUNY school. That was 2015, girl. I don't know. <laughs> 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 I change every six months. I don't know. Okay. All right. So yeah, but I didn't have the kind of college experience you have. My school was actually mostly black people mm-hmm. because it's in New York City and it was in Queens. And my school predominantly catered to the um, sciences, medical sciences. Mm-hmm. Like if you wanted to be, I was at that time I wanted to be an occupational therapist, so that's why for CUNY I was sent there. Cause a lot of people who go there want to be either occupational therapist. A nurse, mm-hmm. physician assistant, like that type of thing, mm-hmm. and it was just a bunch of um, regular blacks, African regular, blacks, regular, and Caribbean regular. blacks, oh. and Indians, right, right, East right, Indians, right. Interesting. If you were white in my school, is because honestly, you couldn't get into maybe Hunter's occupation therapist program. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so no. Why didn't you go to Hunter? Um, because I didn't, when I was going applying for college, I didn't really want to go to college. But my right. mom was like, you going to college. You going to college. You're living in this house. in this house. You going to college. It's <laughs> right. like, okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> I only applied to, like, to school. Right. I wasn't, That's I wasn't, funny. I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Uh-huh. So why am I going to go there? Right, right, right. But, you know, I'm a black child and I don't own myself. <laughs> so no, you are somebody's property. <laughs> yeah, so I had to go. Okay. I had to go. Okay, okay. But yeah, I was interested in Hunter. I don't know. It's interesting that you describe it that it was predominantly um, black. Maybe that's why I said it's not a PWR. Because I guess, because CUNY... The University of CUNY, to me... It's a collective of a bunch of different Colleges all around the city. So it just depends probably where you're at, doesn't it? But honestly, CUNY is very diverse, though. Mm. Because it's in New York. Right. It's in New York, and it's a public college in New York. Right, right, right. So maybe it's not a PWI. Maybe I was onto something. I don't. I never thought of. I don't. I mm-hmm. never thought of those things. Right, right. right. I'm just processing it. I know. I'm just saying. I've never thought of those things. Mm-hmm. I didn't even pay attention to that. To the Twitter, people started yelling at each other about right. PWIs, HBCUs. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's a, there's a right, like thing. Right. Yeah. Right, I right. never paid attention to that. It did not matter to me. That is so funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like you mentioned, Jasmine, I did go to Vandy. Um, if you notice in my Twitter handle, I have it hashtag Black Vandy because I personally I don't like to um, I don't like to first of all wear my college experience anywhere because I feel like it's irrelevant. But I do like to be able to connect with other <clears throat> alumni, younger alumni in particular. Everybody mm-hmm. my age knows who I am and where I went to school or whatever. Cause she's popping. I was funny. doing a Chris I just, Brown podcast. I just wanted to add that. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was a Chris Brown. See, if I knew that, I would have done it with the harmony with y'all. Yeah, done I was... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank next you. time. Uh, next time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't like to wear that, but I do like to connect with younger um, alumni, which is why I have it there mm-hmm. as, a, I guess, a signifier or red alert or whatever the fuck. Um, as, a, like, a, a ally. Yeah. Yeah. In that, in that exactly. way. Like, recognizing, yes. like, I went there or whatever. I did have an experience with somebody that I was talking to, actually, from another podcast, and I don't even listen to them anymore, because they're um, two Ivy League black women, and we were talking on Twitter 
about we had a different opinion about something they they were talking about something and i was like hey i think that's you know a little bit different because da 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 and so we were talking for a while and it was clear that i disagreed but you know it was all friendly conversation and then one of them says oh well you have to excuse us we both went to predominantly white universities or whatever and it was such a like an assumption about what but who why I am would, and but what why I would am? you go to PWY and like gray hair like you do? I don't know. Why would, why would I why would I be pro black? Why would <laughs> I think the things that why I think? Why, we were actually talking about black girl magic and I had a very specific opinion about mm-hmm. it and there they were I felt trying to reduce it to a hashtag, trying to reduce it to being something that only celebrates fame or celebrity when if you pay attention we use that shit for everything but you'd have everything. to be in the know to do that i put my makeup on right and i'm like black, black girl, girl magic, magic. Right. <laughs> right, right, right um so i felt like it was a very like kind of academic based you know yeah opinion that i got beat for academia anyway so yeah, yeah yeah and anyway so we were just we were as far as i was concerned we were three black women talking um, and because we had differing opinions, it turned into two black women that went to predominantly white universities. And you over there. And I'm over there. Which it, it really, it actually hurt because I felt like, cause I listened to their podcast and it felt like, oh, there's some like solidarity here. Like they, we're, I'm, I'm seeing myself in these women, even though these women are clearly not from where I'm from. They don't sound how I sound. They don't dare they go to Ivy League or whatever. But to me... We were all sister girls and had a shared experience. And I thought that that was cool. And when they spoke to someone like me, who based on my Avi, I have fun hair all the time. Or to me, those things don't mean that I didn't go to university. Definitely. They don't mean that I didn't go to a PWI or, or whatever. So anyway, that was vomitous and I wanted to vomit and fucking delete them from my life, but whatever. Um, I just bowed out of that. But that's one of the reasons I'll say that I don't include, or I don't like to include yeah, Vanderbilt necessarily. Yeah. Right, because people put so much weight and determination on where you went to school and what that says about you, you and who you yeah. are. And mm-hmm. I don't like to really play that game or be a part of it. Um, but like I said, I do like to find solidarity. Yeah, and that's right. like your sense of saying, like, look, Absolutely. I had that experience. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, like, I'm an ally. If right, you, you right, can, this right. is somebody exactly. here who's experienced exactly. it. And we can talk about yes, it together and yes, laugh about it exactly. or whatever. Somebody actually said, hey, I'm from New York. I didn't know that there were other people. Mm-hmm. It's nice to find somebody else on here that's yeah, from New York that went to Vandy cool. or whatever. Right, so... Um, but anyway, yeah. so I went to Vandy as a part of the Posse Scholarship, so I had a group of other people that I went there with. Um, excuse me. So that was a benefit. At the time, we were there to help diversify the campus, um, and there were not a lot of people of color. I personally found it very hard, because even though we were there to diversify the campus and we got to know each other before we went there, I was still the only um, black identifying person in my posse. So I oh, went really? There. Yeah. Which was weird. It oh, was wow. very, yeah, it was very weird. And it was like the first and I think the last posse where that was like the case. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're going to send me here. You're not going to give me another black person. And I could be like, Hey, what's up with all this shit? You know what I'm saying? So that was really strange, um, and I felt like intentional that they did that. Mm-hmm. I don't really know why. Maybe because I was wearing a head wrap. They're like, "We're gonna send this super black 
so you, there. Well, you're light skinned black, so who knows? And there was that. Who you're knows right. fuck Who you knows are. what they were thinking? <laughs> I don't know. So I say all that to say I still found the experience to be very isolating. Um, what I did like about my experience at a PWI where the black population was so small at the time. I could say that I had a full-on conversation with every black person there, mm-hmm. like an actual one-on-one, how you doing, how your mama doing kind of conversation. So I appreciated that level of intimacy yeah. there with everybody. And so I got to know all different types of black people, which mm-hmm. really, from where I was from in the Bronx, that was so specifically like black American and black Jamaican and Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And Dominican and that's it. It was nice to get to know, oh, wow, there are other black people in the world. Oh, wow, there are black people whose families been going to college for years. I didn't know anything about Mm -hmm. that shit. Um, So, yeah, so just learning about other black people on an intimate level, I enjoyed. Um, But, yeah, I did. I found it very challenging. I found it isolating. And it was probably, yeah, it was difficult. It was difficult as... Honestly, I didn't really think about my experience there in the framework of being a black woman until I have, honestly, I haven't ever thought about it really. Mm-hmm. Um, she asked about like, yeah, what was it like being a black woman there? And I never thought about my black womanness until after college. Yeah. I always thought of my experience as being a black person and never thought about how I was affected as a woman. Yeah. And how I was affected specifically as a woman of color and then as a black woman. Yeah. Um, so I don't, re- and I'm still processing that really. This is the first time um, that I'm ever thinking about it. Um, and so I just remember it being hard and being isolating. And I didn't grow up having, um, I didn't grow up believing in having real like sisterhood kind of stuff. Like that wasn't oh, my really? thing. Yeah. I had like, I had a best friend that I had mm-hmm. from maybe sixth grade. I never grade. knew that. Yeah. I didn't I've really always had a coven. That. I've always like, I, mm-hmm. I grew up in a house with mad sisters. So mm-hmm. that was like, whatever. And then I've always had like groups of girlfriends, like mm-hmm. always, like in high school, in junior high school, I had a group of girls. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I've always had like a group of girls, like to the point where in high school, my group of black girls were called the black girl corner. Cause it was like, <laughs> it was, like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've always had my black woman covens. No, I always felt like by myself mm-hmm. and in junior high in junior i was, it was like by myself or like one other girl or like two other girls or whatever that i was cool with and i don't know why that is mm-hmm. um but and people i was like popular like people everybody knew me but i didn't have like a whole lot of friends kind of person um um if you hear it, Hennessy is doing the most. She's doing the fucking most. I don't know if you she's guys can hear it. She's trying to rearrange her bed. She's trying to nestle. She's trying to burrow. She's, oh, she's done. Oh, she's comfortable okay, now. Good. Okay, we can continue. Um, but yeah, so like in junior high school, uh, my black friend moved in to my building and then ended up going to my school or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we became friends because we lived in the same black in the same building or whatever. So that was my black home girl. And then there were some girls that I started dancing with. I don't even know how that came you about. You danced? 
yeah, I was in like a dance troupe and we did African dance and we did, um, yeah, African dance and fucking modern dance and shit like that. For real? Yeah. For like, I want to say. I can't picture it. Seventh grade. I need pictures. Post some pictures. Tenth grade. I don't even know if I can find pictures. (laughs) I have to Google that. I did that shit for like, yeah, for like four oh, yeah. years. Oh, wow. And I would have never thought. Yeah, we traveled. I danced at the UN. It was you really did weird. This? <laughs> I did. I don't, I guess I don't, maybe I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I did that. For like a, <laughs> a large part of my life. I did. Everything I did, you hear about it. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, did yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So, right. So then I was down with them and it happened to be me and like, it was like two other light-skinned girls and we just started saying we were cousins. They were doing it and they were like, oh, that's my cousin. So I was like, all right. You know how, you know yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I just be like, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were cool. So there was that because I was dancing, we were cool. And then, yeah, there were, there was like a group of us in those classes that were friends. But college is when you... Came. No. I oh, you did? I didn't start fucking with sister girls until after college, quite frankly, honestly. Really? And yeah, my experiences with women, female friendships, women friendships. Um, I remember, I guess I remember the painful stuff more than I remember the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've always been very guarded, I guess. And so maybe that doesn't, has not always, always allowed for friendship like that yeah yeah so i had a best friend so there was my homegirl that lived downstairs mm-hmm. and then i had another best friend that i was in classes with or whatever um and then we were best friends until we were like you know in our late 20s and then that was it and mm. here we are but i've always had sister girls yeah. i can't imagine life without sister girls like i that. can't imagine it honestly i can't so a lot of my sister girlfriends now are sister girls that I got to know in college, uh-huh. um, and through like the scholarship program I had, because there yeah. were so few of them, and they always considered them friends. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like I really built those like bonds until maybe like junior and senior year. Mm-hmm. I think I toyed with it a little bit earlier. Well, but we not. grow up in a world that teaches us not to trust other women, right? And I think. For me, because I don't really have, I don't have never really had those women trust issues that I mm-hmm. usually hear lots of women talk right, about. Right, but right. I honestly think it's because I grew up in a house with like five sisters. Right. Like you know, I think that's yeah. all I can think about my experience yeah. as different from because mm-hmm. lots of women um, don't trust women. Yeah, it was just me and my sister and my brother, mm-hmm. and it was yeah, I was the oldest, and so between me and my little sister, I did not trust that bitch because I could not trust her because she was fucking. <laughs> Stealing my clothes and using all my shit. I used to steal my sister's clothes too, but I don't know. I, you I could never... not be trusted. Well, you know what I did once? Some bullshit. I stole my sister's Mary J. Blige CDs no. to make tapes. We had a fight over Mary J. Blige CDs. She ruined homes because me and my sister had a fight. Oh Mary J. Blige, if you only knew the homes you have ruined. Several. Or whatever. Several. So what else did Jazz want to know about? Oh, um, what else did she want to know about? Oh, guys, I, I did eventually... Um, Make black girlfriends. She made black girlfriends. <laughs> I just, I remember there was a dorm. There was an all women's dorm, and like a lot of the black girls would stay in that dorm. And people would ask me, Oh, you staying so and so? And I'd be like, Nah, it's too much estrogen in that building. Yeah, I've, I was, and, yeah. lots of women do that. Right. I was never, right. And I it never did that. Really, honestly, 
I don't I don't know how to say, I don't know if I don't know I don't know the experiences that I had with women they were those experiences it was too much estrogen no I've had I've had bad experiences with, with women mm-hmm. like whatever but I've never had those trust issues that lots of women right. have with each other. Right, right, but right. I've had bad experiences. Right. I've had the friend who tried to fuck with my man. I've had yeah. the friend who was just a hater. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had those experiences. This is what it is. This is what it is. Because what, what I say now, when I, when I reflect on that and I think about my relationships with women now, mm-hmm. I was not... I was not emotionally or mentally equipped, honestly, uh-huh. to have those friendships, right? So you could have... The friendship with somebody who tries to sleep with your man or tries to do this, that, or whatever. But you also knew the other side of women friendships. Uh-huh. I was like, if it comes with any of that from any of you bitches, I which don't is, want which any is, of it. This was just, which I think is the disposition that most women have right. when it comes to other women and right, like right, friendships right, right, or whatever. Right. But maybe because I lived in a house where it was women. Right. That I knew that there was, and you knew how to, yeah. Like I, I probably had the capacity to do that because I was doing it in my fucking house right, every right, fucking right, day. Right, right, right. So y'all was nothing. So that it not, could be, that could be what I it was is. Because I've never, for it. I was not had that. for it, and yeah. none of me wishes that I could have done it. Like right, honestly, because mm-hmm. I, I really, when I think about my life. I began having those friendships when I was like emotionally prepared and able mm-hmm. to have those friendships really and to, to properly determine who's somebody I don't ever need to speak to ever and who's like a good been, potential friend. But yeah, I think that could be what it is too. Your um, gatekeeping when it came to that mm-hmm. wasn't right. good. Right, right, right. Cause That's if, true. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like That's you, true. as an adult, everyone is your friend still. Just <laughs> fucking strange to me is strange. Everyone I know is not right, my friend, right, but right, I've established right. that early in my life. Right, like right, oh, right. oh, she's a hating ass bitch. Uh-huh. So she's a hating ass bitch girl, right. and I'll keep over it. Like I've always been uh-huh. like pretty good at you know you know yeah, as soon yeah, as I yeah, notice yeah, something yeah. about someone, yeah. they belong to that category. Yeah. And I keep them over there and I That's treat them true. accordingly. That's but true. I learned that early. But I think it's because uh-huh. I grew up with all these different women who did all right. these different things. Right, right, right. And they were going to be who they were independent uh-huh. of me. So right. that, it could be that. I don't know. Yeah, but I, did, yeah, I, I never didn't had know a, anything about that things. shit. I did. Um, but anyway, yeah. So cheers to women friendships. This. Uh, it was hard. What? This college conversation made me want to talk about something else. Yeah, in college. Please. Okay. So. There's a trend that's been going on for a long time about college and how much you don't need it mm-hmm. and how much of a farce it is yes. and how you can drop out and be this amazing millionaire or this amazing great person like everyone. Bill Gates dropped out of, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just, you know, whatever. And although I do believe college is not for everyone, although I do believe mm-hmm. that lots of times, not even lots of times, college is a business and... um Sorry. Are you though? I put it on silent. I don't know why it's making noise. Did millions. you though? I did. Can you though? Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, yes, college is a business, but everything is a business. Right. That hospital business is business. Mm-hmm. Do you not go to the doctor? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that grocery right. store. There's so much business. Like everything in this country is business, mm-hmm. and I don't think that you should say, "Don't go there" because it's just a business. Right. Like. People actually learn things in college that are outside of the books. Mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like college is also a part of our young adult 
childhood growth Mm -hmm. process. There's lots of things that you learn in college that if you don't, to me, I feel, if you don't learn earlier in adulthood, it's like you miss a piece. Right. And in your adult life, is like a little off. It's different. Yeah. It's different. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I think that the socialization that college adds to your life mm-hmm. is pretty mm-hmm. necessary. Yeah. yeah. I think that there is some growth there or I don't, maybe it's a bridge. Maybe it helps to serve as a bridge yeah. before, um, actually like being pushed into what people call the real world yeah. or whatever. Um, That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's it, it serves as a bridge, and you are learning more things. I have a friend actually that just finished college last year, who is like the same around, age yeah, as us, as at our age, and just knowing her before college and, and after, her, it's changed her fucking life. Yeah, it's changed her, simple kind and it's like. I, I knew her and I loved her and we were friends because I knew she was a smart person, but she would say the dumbest fucking shit. Yeah. And it really, it, it informed the way that she lived her life. It informed the way that she interacted with other people. people. And so as far as I'm concerned, I've seen the difference that it's made in her life. Mm-hmm. I've seen the difference in the way that it, that it has, um, that she views the world now based on it. And mm-hmm. so... I just feel that while you no, know, you don't have to go to college. Mm, you don't. But I think But no one ever said you had to. Nobody ever said that you well, no, there are people there are I will say there are people no, the who people treat who, it as if Yeah, people say you have to, like, but I'm saying there's no law. You know? Right, right, there's right, no right. law that right. says you have to go to college. Right. People can say what the fuck they wanna say. Mm-hmm. But there's no requirement in the US of A that says you have to go to college. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like yeah, for yeah. people to act as if the world makes you, you know, socially, True. like, you know, whatever. My mom made me go to college. So, mm-hmm. yes, I get that. Mm-hmm. But they make it as if it's, like, this mandate. Right, right, right. It's I feel never like been a, a lot mandate. of those people who are going on about how much you don't need college are pushing back against uh, feelings of, like... Like, if, if your high school experience is shitty, do you say you don't need high school? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying a lot of people right, who say right, you don't right, need, right, right, usually right. their high their college experience is probably mm-hmm. shitty or mm-hmm. something that they didn't like mm-hmm. or what for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah. That doesn't mean like, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I my point is basically this. It serves a purpose for in many different ways mm-hmm. for many different people. Mm-hmm. I went to college. I have my degree in biology. I do nothing with that. Mm-hmm. You know whatever, mm-hmm. but. Um, my college experience, it taught me a lot. Like, I feel like the, the job I do now, I have no professional background in, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm able to do it right. because of the way I was taught to reach deadlines or the way I was taught to, you know, all of that mm-hmm. studious shit mm-hmm. that is, because um, in college, it's up to you. Right. There's no one saying every day, do your homework. Mm-hmm. If I didn't learn that, like, I would have learned that. Mm-hmm. I... You know, like, yeah. to that capacity, I would not yeah. have learned that. And I would be at... I wouldn't have my job. Mm-hmm. I would not have my job. Because mm-hmm. I would not be able to do those things or meet tasks, all of that mm-hmm. stuff. That's not redundant. Mm-hmm. Like Or even, like, communicating with people. Oh, my God. Doing group projects. Yes. Meeting, or like how I mentioned, meeting, meeting other motherfuckers. Meeting fuckers from different, from different walks places. of life that you would have never met before. What the fuck? Or... 
even if you go away to college, I feel like it teaches you. I didn't go away to college, mm-hmm. but I did move out of my house pretty young. Mm-hmm. So it taught me to, well, not me. I didn't. I just said I didn't go away to college. Mm-hmm. But I think that it teaches people to be independent. Yeah. Like, you're not 100% independent yet because you're still, like, in a dorm or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But you realize if I don't empty this garbage... No one's going to empty it, mm-hmm. and the shit is going to, you know, and it might mm-hmm. seem small, but yeah. that time period teaches you that. I know of adults who are like 30, and mm-hmm. this is their first time living alone, and they don't understand if I don't pay this bill this day, this is going to be cut off. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. it hasn't registered yet, because right. they just haven't had that experience. Mm-hmm. And these are not, like, dumb people. Yeah. These are, like, yeah. adults. So I think people forget about the... Adult socialization mm-hmm. that you learn mm-hmm. when you go to college. Right. And then I was, somebody was talking about how adolescence continues, um, like into your twenties or whatever. When you're 19? Yes. 19. You're still yes. a teenager. Yes. 19. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 20, 21. You're st- like. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. you're still very young. You're still, mm-hmm. let's, you know, another thing I don't like is, um, kind of the celebration of the dropout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a dropout. Right, dropped out of grad school. You dropped out of grad school. I don't know if that's like that's eh, not. I could have dropped out of college though too. It was a t- I didn't want to. I didn't want because my mom. Okay, right, right. But I think to call yourself a drop, your grad school dropout. Okay, anyway, that's let me stop. Like okay, all right. I'm just yeah. saying, Good. right? Good. Um. People drop out. People mm-hmm. drop out all the time. The people mm-hmm. who are dropped out now they work at the MTA. The mm-hmm. people who, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so like, um, I was listening to this podcast and they brought up Quinta, Quinta B. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Quinta. Is she Quinta or Quinta? I don't know. I don't know. The but one who says who works at BuzzFeed. Yes. Right? Yeah. And they're like, oh my god, you know whatever. And she mm-hmm. dropped out. And this and this and that. Mm-hmm. I don't get what the two have to do with each other. Right. Right. That's not, <laughs> that's not everybody's story. Heaven, heaven. From, it's hardly anybody's right. story. Heaven from another round, she also dropped out. Yeah, but that's. I, I really do. I feel like if you people drop out and get jobs all the time. Yes. That's all they did right. was drop out and get a job. Right, right. right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. People drop out and get jobs all it's not the fucking time. It's not impossible. And arguably, which I feel like is the point of Kanye's in first two albums, uh-huh. arguably, even though they dropped out, they still went and they still got a lot of, out of it. Yes. Okay? Kanye dropped out and dedicated his How first al- several albums to the to college, college experience. experience. Okay? Like, like, it has an impact. It makes a mark. It has, a, it has an impact. I so, I don't... I, I think for me... The pushback, I think it's important to know that you don't have to go to college. Yeah. You're not less of a person if you didn't don't go. go. To that. I agree. You don't need to go. Nope. Right? But I think the, 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 uh, this kind of going on and on from people who have went mm-hmm. and dropped out or from people who didn't go but are successful and are telling people, don't go, you don't need, need to, to go. go, don't, I feel like that's a little bit off. Because there's so much that you can get And you're out still of that telling experience. people what to do. Right. You're angry at the world for telling people what to do. Right. And then you tell people what to do. Right. You make right. no right. sense. Right, right, And I think, honestly, I think that even though you don't... The, the real thing is that you don't... You're not going to get out of college necessarily what everybody tells you you're going to get out of college. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. You go there and it is for you whatever it is for you. Even though I had a really hard time. I'm glad that I went and it shaped a lot of things for me. Yeah. Um, I didn't come out. It didn't make me at the time when I went to college, it was like, Oh, like it was this mystical thing. Like, Oh, go to college and then you're going to be straight. 
it wasn't like that for yeah. me. I went to college and then I got a job. Like I still just have a job. Yeah. I don't have a career. I'm making my own kind of shit here yeah. right now or whatever. But like it still did things for me as a person. You know what I'm saying? And then I, you know, I studied a bunch of shit that I was interested in. That's so another that thing too. too. That's a way for you like like that. Like mm-hmm. there a low percentage of people are just these independent thinkers who are just going right. to say, "Ooh, let me start reading about that." Mm-hmm. But when you're in college, you see a class. Yes. That's about blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I want to read about the I'm, black church in America. I want to read about black sports. What black class yeah. can I take today? So, yeah, I so read it's about like, the reconstruction. Yeah, so yeah. I get that. Yes, these colleges make these classes because it adds mm-hmm. money to them. Mm-hmm. But how else are you going to, where else are you presented right. all of these different ideas like that? Mm-hmm. Where else are we presented that? Mm-hmm. How else does that happen? People don't just go into the library and just stand and a book speaks to them. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know what I'm saying? Right, like right, that's not, right. something steers you that way now. Until you have a, a way to steer people in the way college does, mm-hmm. the different places of thought, mm-hmm. like, well, I guess they gotta listen to Twitter to tell them mm-hmm. what books to read now. Like you know, like I don't, yeah. you know, it's just I know for me that's what it. Um, but I didn't really. I like I know I was always into science, mm-hmm. but I got into like finer sciences. Okay, now I'm taking microbiology. Right. Now I'm doing genetic. You know, like mm-hmm. I just knew I like science and all of it. But then I realized the type of science I liked more was biology. I like biology more than you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like. If I just stopped, I wouldn't know. I would just be like, I right. like science. You know, right. like, it's, right. it's, it's, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. if it's not for you, cool. But I don't think it's like, don't, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just makes no sense to me. And then I was into this podcast, I think last week. And it was a person going in about how you don't need college. And she never went to college. She never went to college. And she said mad stupid shit. And she said mad stupid shit. Not necessarily because she didn't go to college. But it didn't help. and and it was very yeah it was just ignorant and uninformed and I feel like it helps if you let it or if you are pushed maybe out of your shell a little bit which I think college does that that too. I think it helps to stretch some of those muscles so that you don't I I think the ignorant thing that she said in particular was um, I guess about her neighborhood as it relates to other neighbors kind of Kind of putting on a pedestal non-black neighborhoods. Yeah. Kind of. to, yeah, it was weird. But anyway. Yeah. Um, I think she probably would have thought different if she had gone to college. Yeah, yeah. I do. Because, like, it's, it's, I do. Yeah. I think she would have. Not to say, college, that's the thing. College doesn't solve all your problems. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the language we should use. Right. College is not going to solve it's not all your the problems. Answer. Yes, it is not the answer. It is one of the many because mm-hmm. there isn't one answer. Right. There's not one path, one right. pill, one whatever. Mm-hmm. Like fuck, open went to college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and if she just settled with just being an anchor, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I got I went to college and now I'm an anchor yeah. and blah blah blah. Yeah. No, like she had these other things she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So. College doesn't stifle that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. I don't I don't get that. Um, I don't understand that sermon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's basically yeah. that whole anti-college sermon. Yeah. It's very, like, I don't know. I feel like people who had 
bad experiences or who thought that it was like the magic pill or the ones who mm-hmm. are heartbroken or who have been or who have been beaten up over it it's a lot of parents it's a lot of adults it's a lot of peers who are beating up folks for not going to college mm-hmm. who are beating up folks for not finishing or who are right not being supportive of people yeah. who are like hey I tried it it's not working for me I want to take an alternate path yeah. and not being supportive of those people That's you know it what? drives a lot of people to have this kind of feeling I get of you and that's maybe and, that's why it's easy for me to say this. Right. I'm grateful for my parents. Right. My parents are very like, all of us went to college. Not mm-hmm. everyone graduated, but it's mm-hmm. like, can you take care of yourself right now? Right. Okay, good. Right. Like, right. Right. Mm-hmm. you know, like, can you, you know, like, that's kind of the thing. And mm-hmm. my, my mom is still, she always, she offers like career stuff for me, mm-hmm. but she's a mom. Yeah. And then my mom knows me. Mm-hmm. So it was like, hey, you know, you'll be a good, um, what did she suggest I should be? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. You'll be a good this. And I'm like, mom, I'm doing what I want to do. And she's like, oh, okay, you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I'm grateful, I guess, to have parents who were just mm-hmm. like, as long as you can take care of yourself right. and you don't got to live in my shit, right. good. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they're not, you know, but lots of people don't have those kind of parents. So mm-hmm. I would probably have this thing, too, if someone was using my college against right. me all right, the fucking right, time. right, 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 right. Definitely. No. Um, I know we didn't answer all these questions. I'm trying to think if there's anything else here that I wanted to touch on from her email, which we really, really appreciate. We love to email, guys. You don't sound excited. Sorry. <laughs> I love email. Sorry, I'm looking at the email at the same time. I'm trying to talk. Um, yeah, I talked about my experiences. Oh, she asked about the climate. The there, climate the climate of your school. there for students of color. What I did want to say is that I feel like at the time that I was there, a lot of us were trying to assimilate, and that was kind of the um, that was kind of the pill. It's like, go ahead. I wanted to say I think that's the my part, my college experience that I appreciated that I didn't have to assimilate to anything. Right. Right. I don't think I'm. I just haven't had life experiences where I felt I've had to. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that there are instances where I felt like I didn't fit in yeah. or like maybe I should be. Of course, I've had that. Mm-hmm. But I've never really felt the need to assimilate. Mm-hmm. And that could be why I was like, I'm going to school right here in New York City. Yeah. Like, I, you know, like yeah. subconsciously, maybe it was right. just like, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was always happy to look different. Mm-hmm. I look different. There's, a, I was in this film class, and there's a video of like on sorority row, like every all the girls. This was like all the white sororities were getting their, um, like I guess they finished rush. What are you laughing at? What? I'm pitching all these white girls, and then your head wrap just popped up. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, and I was wearing all black that day, and the head wrap was huge. Right? So yeah, so you see this film of like all the girls are like. Yeah, screaming and they're all happy and white girls are crying or whatever. And I'm like coming from like work. I'm coming from somewhere, class, work, I don't know. And I had on this huge black head wrap and this like black, like cloak looking sweater. And I'm just walking through, like looking like, okay, girl, whatever. And you know, like just walking yeah. back. It was just a really striking, because I happened to be in a film class where they had also uh-huh. captured this image. And I was like, oh shit, look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think I don't even know where I was going with that or where we started. I never know. Where you're going. 
when you do these things. <laughs> it's like she wants to talk about herself, so I'll just let that her. That happens often. I'll, I'll just, you, I'll just let her. <laughs> I'll just let her. No, I was it's saying how I've never felt it. I've, right. Yes. I was trying to say that I have always been comfortable looking different. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't never a matter of me uh, looking the same or of even like in my classroom, somebody says something ridiculous, I'm going to say something and speak up for myself. But in general, day to day, I wasn't trying to like make waves. Like we didn't, they just recently, there was a um, dorm named Confederate Memorial. They just changed the name of that last year. Yeah. While we were there. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. We were there the whole time. It was Confederate Memorial. We didn't like it. We would mention it. I don't remember. I know that there were protests, but I don't remember any huge initiatives to like, Change the name. Yeah. But it was an ongoing, like, discussion. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But we were not trying to, like, be sitting out there and shit. You know what? I changed it. Oh, because of all the shenanigans, the recent shenanigans? Yeah. yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They could, those kids could have been screaming. All, they could have been true angry that, about it all that. the time. But because of the whole Confederate flag Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. And, and I will say that as an outsider observing, I will say that I feel like there have been um, more... And it, it may just be because of social media or whatever, but there appears to be more active... Um, more active, like, Black Lives Matter movement, You know what, though? What is great stuff. now about the Black College experience, be it PWI or HBCU mm-hmm. or I don't know what the fuck right. I went to, but even if you are visibly the only black person you still ha- in that university, mm-hmm. you still have a sense of community with right. outside right. of that space. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that's something you didn't have. It right. was just y'all it was just us and that's and it. That you didn't it. know about yep. other people at the university over there, mm-hmm. over here, or have mm-hmm. this exchange of ideas yeah. with other people right. of the same age yeah. doing the same things as, mm-hmm. you know, to know that, wow, I'm not, you, you literally felt alone. Yep. Yep. And these kids don't, which mm-hmm. is fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's just amazing mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that, yeah, even if visibly it's only seven of you, mm-hmm. you know that there's other people yep. who feel this and yep. Yep. and are yep. trying to do things. She and it, enc- it encourages She's, I watch the babies stuff. on Twitter. I watch mm-hmm. them talk. It's really, really, it like, is, yeah. it is a game changer. Yeah. It's a game changer, so. That's this sense of community, this village mm-hmm. that we've created mm-hmm. with on through online communities. It's dope, and yeah. it's changing the world. Like yeah. as much as people like to hate on social media and hate on social media activism or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they call it, mm-hmm. the shit is changing the world. Mm-hmm. Like they said, hidden fences on the fucking Several thing, and now the whole the world knows. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like because of social media, right? And they've been Twitter. reprimanded. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Publicly, right? Publicly, mm-hmm. over and over, embarrassed like mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do that 20 years ago. Right, it was right, just in right. our living room. And then we went to work. (laughs) You know, it's it's, it's dope. It's fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. Great things are happening. Good things are happening. You know what I want to say? What? Just remember. It is only like a week or two into 2017. Mm -hmm. And Viola Davis got a star in a Golden Globe. That's pretty cool. Black Girl Magic here again? Black Girl Magic is All right, I think. But you can't just use it for achievements. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I actually almost, this letter, because she was asking about Ivy League, I almost want to refer her to that podcast that I don't fuck with anymore, but... But I shan't! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, 
I enjoyed this. This is a spot of tea for everybody. Normally we say, say it at the that beginning. beginning of the yeah, this is our shorter episode. Also, normally episodes. we forget to say it and sometimes end up saying it in the middle. But this is a spot, spot of tea. tea. It's one of our shorter episodes, even though you still get a good solid hour. Hour. Yep. Um. Yeah. It's not as much of like our segments. Yeah. It's usually one produced. discussion. Yeah. Right. But and it helps us since it's just two of us producing and managing and all this shit running the show. Um, it helps us to be yeah, able to deliver a podcast every week. So thank you for hanging out with us for a spot yes. of TV. We appreciate that. Jasmine, we thoroughly appreciate your letter. Um, pinkies up also to libations to, uh, Petty Crocker on Twitter, who was asking about, um, yeah, the coincidence. Yeah, that right. Like, yeah. And here we know. But as you guys know, go ahead. What were you going to say? I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, say anything. every episode we give out our email address and you guys can send us letters and we are always, um, That's what Jasmine did. She heard our email address that we say every show. And she did. And she, and she sent, sent the letter. letter, yo. And then we run it. Because Jasmine went to a PWI, so she knows things. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't. Very ridiculous. Um, yeah, so yes, make yes. sure you follow us on our social media, um, right. Instagram, mm-hmm. and Twitter is at T with QJ. Oh, shit. You know what I wanted to say that I forgot? Go ahead. That I wanted to say in this episode in particular, even sure. though we didn't prep this. Um, guys, check out the lip bar. One of our listeners, Lisa Russell, sent that information. No, I have. I was wearing. I was wearing a lip bar in my last um, Instagram post. You talking about the lipstick? No. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> the lip bar. Oh, the lip bar. Yes, oh, the, the lip bar. bar. They have. It's a black owned. Co- well, the lip bar is a black owned lipstick right, company. Well, let's do that too. Do they have dry matte like liquid? Yeah, mats? I had that blue lipstick I had on. Okay, Sunday. are they moderately priced? Okay, you cool. know I don't be I don't Good. spend man money on stuff. Yeah. All right, we'll include that in the notes, okay? Because that shit is important. Because <laughs> black girl match. <laughs> um, but no, I want to talk about uh, the lit bar. L I T. Um, I did see that bar. somewhere. Yeah. So basically, uh, libations to Lisa Russell for sending me that stuff. Bronx stand up. Um, she. It's this. Not Lisa, but this woman has started is starting a. Um, like a bookstore cafe and, and it I features... think it already opened. No, it didn't open so this yet. This is another one. This is that one. It didn't open yet. There's a great video about it. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I thought it was open. Right, okay. Yeah. It's not open. They just started the um I think it's uh it's like a GoFundMe or a whatever one of those things or whatever. We'll include that in the notes. But it's a great project um for a bookstore in the Bronx, which is really important considering they just closed the Barnes and Noble or whatever. Um so it's supposed to be like books and cafe stuff, but she's featuring it's a woman owner, Afro Latina woman. She's featuring books, I wanna say by women. I don't know. I didn't prep this shit because I forgot about it, but I wanted to mention it because um the GoFundMe is just like starting to pop off now, and so I wanted to get that in there so that we can start. Some random motherfucker. What? Cameras. Oh, and then Dap sent me that as well, so that was like another. Uh, anyway, the lip bar. I'm sorry that that was so mumble jumbled or whatever, but again, like I said, I'm gonna include that in the notes, and then we can like tweet about it and stuff like that, and you can see yeah. more about it. But I really did want to help. Newsletter. I did want to help. What? Think out loud. Sorry. Think out loud. Episode. You think out loud. Right. Anyway. Um, should I tell them our Facebook and our Tumblr? Yeah, do all that stuff. Are yes. You done please. with the lip bar? I'm done with the lit bar. Okay. Yes. Um, you can follow us or like us on Facebook. That's T with Queen of J. 
You can, I guess, just follow on Tumblr, T with Queen and J, also to find us and you know follow us. Um, like Jay said earlier, you can email us any questions you have, any things you want us to discuss. Email us news that's not news stories. Um, thank you to the people who are linking us in them. I'm noticing that on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and check out our website, twithqueenandjay.com. Um, we're making some changes, so look at the site. Things are different now. A little bit, a little bit. You know, we be doing things. That's right. Stuff is happening. Oh, hey. Shaking and baking. Shaking and baking. Body rolls. Ow. Shoulder moves. You know. All of that. All of that. All of that. All yes. of that. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks. I had a blast. Um, Black Lives Matter. Say her name. Black Sex Matters. Disability to White. College Dropouts Matter. College Dropouts Matter. PWIs matter. matter. HBCUs H- matter. No, I'm sorry. Black people at PWIs matter. HBCUs <laughs> matter. matter. People who decide not to go to college matter. That's right. People who decide to go to college matter. That's Except for right, those young bro. black professionals. They're annoying. Young but they matter. Y'all annoying, but you matter. But you matter. Young black professionals are very annoying. <laughs> But I you. will reference earlier <laughs> episode for that, but y'all, and we're not talking about young black people with professional jobs. We're talking about self-identifying young black professionals. Yes. If that's what they say when you're like, yeah, we're like you know, this is for young black professionals. Then we just be like, good I'm, night. Yes. All right, bye. I said good day. Good day. This summer, see the movie white people at the Golden Globes. We're talking about. You're not listening to me. I'm trying to explain it to you the best way I know how. A fence does not go into space. Hidden fences. Can I have everyone's attention for a moment? Thank you. They're going to be asking us questions about our work. I think that's pretty reasonable, given that we're taking a fence and shooting it into space, and that's never been done before. Based on the true story of people who think all movies about black people are the same movie. Starring black actors, black actresses, Kevin Costner, and introducing a fence. If movies starring black people confuse you, then this is the film you've got to see. Mr. Zelensky, I'm a Negro woman. I'm not going to entertain the impossible. And I'm a Polish Jew standing next to a fence. It will be traveling to the stars. Hidden Fences, based on a true story.